even not even natural color. So to me, color is just for aesthetic purpose. Mm-hmm. And if we use um, the the uh, chemical colors, the artificial color, you're you're adding in more chemical into the product. Yeah. So our product sometimes varies in color. For the uh, rose harvest, I love the bougie. Yes, it's beautiful. It's really it's beautiful. So and this year we are supposed to go to uh, Bulgaria again for lavender. Mm. I don't think you'll work out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah unfortunately, good. yes, yes, yeah. Mm. Mm. trees, durian trees, and everything. So I love being in nature. And um, our first encounter, my first encounter with essential oil was in Australia. Right. So when the girls were young, uh, okay, so I... Welcome to the Social Idiots Podcast. Thank so, you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Have, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have Adeline from Mila. Yeah, so Adeline, you are like the founder of Mila, mm-hmm. this aromatherapy and fragrance essential oil company, yes. right? It's not so, fragrance, essential oil. Yeah. Okay, essential mm-hmm. oil. So tell us more about yourself and maybe more about what Nila is all about. Okay, so Nila is a homegrown aromatherapy brand which I started in 2013. Yeah, and then we have our own brand of essential oils, mm. essential oil blends, as well as uh, skincare, hair care, uh, body care. And one of our best selling will be the eczema relief oil. Yeah. yeah, which actually help a lot of uh, uh, people with eczema with their dry skin. Mm-hmm. So we come in to help them moisturize um, and of course uh, stop the itch. Right. And how long have you been doing this? Or when did 2013. you start? 2013. 2013. 2013. So it's seven years. A lot of products. Yeah, it is a lot of products. I did take a look at your website. It's like 15, 20 pages worth of products. Yeah, a lot of people, sometimes they say that it's loading a little bit slower. (laughs) Yeah, because of the number of products. Yeah, And I like creating them. So all the products are created by me. Mm -hmm. Especially the blend and all. So what do you do on a day-to-day actually? On the day to day, okay, yeah. uh, different days are different. So I actually come in, check my emails, right? So that's the first first thing that I do, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, um, um, and then of course, uh, before even I check my email, I just start connect, connecting with the oils. I like to smell them, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Uh, different oils on different days, they tell me different things, yeah. And then I'll, I'll go through my emails and then um, um, and see what are the things that need my attention, mm-hmm. yeah. And then of course. Uh, um, on on certain days, uh, I'll be doing my blending. Right. Yeah, yeah, and so, I'm quite particular in when when I do my blending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good mood, right? Yes, yes. Good mood. You remember? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's mm. just you who's gonna do like the initial development. Yes. And how and how does your team support you in that? Okay, so we have um we have Janet. Janet joins me, uh, she, she joined me the earliest of, of everybody. Okay, so when I first started, I have quite a few people, but they didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So Janet came in, so Janet does uh, all the accounting and basically all the admin, and she's also part of the uh, business development team. Right. And then of course I have Jen, she's also a uh, business development, and I have Janice, Janice actually helps me oversee everything, and she's in marketing. Right. Yeah, all the J's. Yeah, all the J's. J's, yes, all the J's, yeah. yeah. And of course I have my youngest daughter, Jermaine, mm-hmm. Uh, so Jamin is a lawyer, so she actually helps oh. me with all oh, the okay. all the legal, legal stuff. Wow. contracts and all. Yeah. It's really good to have a family <laughs> member in your company yes. also. Yes. Um, I'm curious to know, um, how did this all of this started? Like, how, what made you get into aromatherapy? aromatherapy? Okay. And I this s- is a long story. Yeah, okay. and also I saw <laughs> that you mm. took 
diplomas in UK in health sciences and mm, mm, uh, something mm. else. Just to specialize. Yeah, specialize yes, in, right. So, yes. um, on holistic uh, skincare. Right. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was okay. So it all started when I was a small girl. I grew up in a kampong mm-hmm. in Tuas, uh, which is now refers. Uh, Previously, refers golf club. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was where I grew up, and I grew up amidst nature, climbing trees, and you know, all trees, durian trees, and everything. So mm-hmm. I love being in nature. And um, our first encounter, my first encounter with essential oil was in Australia. Right. So when the girls were young, uh, okay, so I have three daughters. Okay. So when the girls are young, my husband and I, we always like to pack them in the car, and then I, I, I feel that in Singapore, we are all too concrete, and also mm-hmm. we like to bring them out into the country and into nature. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I came across um, some essential oil in Australia, and, and I love it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started going into aromatherapy. But then because I was raising three children, so no time for business, no time for aromatherapy <laughs> as a business. Yeah. Right. So, so when my youngest, um, Jermaine, when she goes into university, and there's a time where I told my husband, I'm going to start another another baby. So Nila, Nila was born then. So Nila is actually my baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before Nila, what were you doing? I was a I was a I was a um, housewife. Right. A right. mother. Uh-huh. Still am a mother. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. So I book, I actually um I had three daughters. So I actually brought them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my husband was traveling quite a bit, mm-hmm. a fair bit, and yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us more about what is aromatherapy? Okay, so aromatherapy is the use of essential oils. And what are essential oils? Essential oils are actually um, um, extract, um, actually they are present in different parts of the plants mm-hmm. in the form of the oil gland. And uh, different plants have different oil gland in different parts of, mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like lavender, we have them at the flowering top, mm-hmm. only the flowers and part of the leaves. Uh, no, the, actually the stem, but mainly in the flower. And of course, let's say we talk about um, sandalwood, is in the in the wood itself in the heart of the wood yeah yeah and then um, vertebra is from the roots so these are the uh, so how we extract essential oil is through distillation mainly through distillation and of course uh, we have um, um, the citrus orange grapefruit bergamot mm. which is from the peel yeah which is actually uh, expressed on the peel right and then it's a lot of it is a lot of technical yeah. terms yeah so but we, we utilize yeah. all this all this essential oil uh, which have got like different gorgeous you know beautiful smell mm-hmm. and uh, they have got a, they are more than a smell they have a lot of therapeutic benefits mm-hmm. So with the benefits, you know, so we actually use them in, in various. So aromatherapy actually essentially come from two words, right? Aroma and therapy. Aroma come from the essential oils. Yep. The therapy will be a hand-on therapy. So actually, aromatherapy is very much started off as a massage right. using essential oils. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of massage places now do not use essential oils because they are expensive. Yeah. Right. So they actually use uh, what we call fragrance oil, mm-hmm. which is made in the lab. Right, right. Yeah, which it's is not as effective, right? It, it, which is just a smell. Okay, so essentially, more than a smell, smells good with all the therapeutic benefit, mm-hmm. fragrance oil, uh, only the smell and none and of the no, other benefits. No, and I think there are also some not very good uh, things that comes yeah, with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you study I more into fragrance oil, chiral yes. center. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's right. Technical terms. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Too many technical terms. Yeah. But I, did, I, I still understand like the whole... Uh, mm-hmm. He's into fragrance actually. I am. Yeah. Into making your own perfume? <laughs> Not really. She is really into like... I mean, she does... Uh, uh, they, oh, the guys always ask me about like fragrance. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, Generally, if I need uh, any advice on what fragrance... Actually, I, I am coming up with a um, with a booklet on uh, making natural perfume. 
Oh. So I I spent uh, one week in um, one week uh, in um, in Hong Kong, mm. right? Uh, doing this um, um, perfume making course, mm. and I actually brave it because um, they they use uh, essential oil, but the whole other repertoire of scents is actually synthetic. So okay. I was the only one who went in and said that I only want to make essential oil. With uh, I only want to make perfume okay. with essential oils, okay. so my choice was actually very much lesser. And um, uh, why did I say I brave it? Because it was like being in that room with all the like maybe up to a hundred different scent of uh-huh. chemical chemical fragrance. Yeah. I get really bad headache every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah but I, I I persevere on because I want to I want to learn the science behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I'm coming out with this. Um, this whole range of scent that is only using essential oil. Right. I mean, it's really good. I mean, it's really nice to hear someone who's like, very enthusiastic about like a certain niche, especially yes. aromatherapy, and yes. you went all the way to learn about it, the science yes. behind it, and then yes. applying it through. Yes. And I see like a lot of businesses nowadays, especially in the wellness industry, yeah. it's it's not really very real. It's not... Yeah. Um, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. It's not yes. really real. It's, yes. They're just mm. going, hopping onto the trend, yes. hoping that they could make a fortune it's from this. It's really a marketing yep. thing. So I actually told my... Um, so Nila has a... Mm. Um, um, I, I promise I promised to my customer that we will never use chemical fragrance. Right. So I told my girls, my, all the girls in the office, I told the girls at home, you know, whoever takes over the business next time, mm-hmm. have to keep to that, no chemical fragrance. It's all natural. All natural, right? yes. And I think that's one of the like, unique selling points about yes. that differentiates you from all the other brands that right. are out there. It's that, mm. you know, see, especially when you see the ingredients that they have in the bottle, yes. if it's and hard to read, then yes. it's, it's not yes. good for you, right? Yes. So, by, but us, coming from you, it's mm. all natural. From right. like, you, you, it's just obvious, and right. I think that's a unique marketing point that right. you're So we, we don't we don't use customers. we don't use color, not even not even natural color. So to me, color is just for aesthetic purpose. Mm-hmm. And if we use um, the the uh, chemical colors, the artificial color, you're you're adding in more chemical into the product. Yeah. So our product sometimes varies in color, and mm-hmm. our customer know that. So for example, I have a, I have an everlasting um, uh, facial oil, right. which I use um, rosehip <clears throat> as one of the ingredients. So sometimes I might get the rosehip that is very, you know, the color that is very vibrant. Mm-hmm. So the bottle looks a lot nicer, right? Okay. But sometimes when, when the next batch I get, might not, the color might not be so, so vibrant. Mm-hmm. So I would not like add in a, another color just to make it, make sure that every batch of my mm-hmm. product is very consistent. No. No, with so, natural product, you, you, you can't get that consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's also another point where like your customers look forward to. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. it's one of the good things that right. you tell your clients, right? You're the, not adding... The, the people who know the quality of it, yeah, they appreciate yeah. it even yeah. better. Even so for us, we actually go for the more discerning um, customers who know what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So talking about customers, what's your uh, customer segment look like? Who are your main customers, like the age groups and... I would think maybe maybe um, twenty five and above. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mostly more ladies than men, but I'm getting a lot of men now. Uh-huh. Yeah, especially Recently. especially when I'm conducting my workshops, right? Mm-hmm. So I do quite a fair bit of uh, workshops, and each time when I see like a couple of uh, gentlemen around, and I, I I get I get pretty happy about that. Yeah, right. yeah, because scent is very much a lady thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And talking about workshops, mm. I've seen through your website that mm. you do organize workshops, yoga lessons, and mm-hmm. also like a tour kind of thing, right? Tour yeah, that yeah. you do. Could you share more about each of these things? Right. That you do? So, so when I first started Nila, it was just um, products, and then um, um, actually what I did was I I started purchasing my essential oils directly from the um, from the distributors mm-hmm. from the distributors. So I didn't like that. I didn't like that, right? So I started searching for farmers. Then I started going down to the ground, talk to the farmers, and I start. Um, I look. I look for the smaller farms, more artisan farms, right? And then um, through my connections, through my like visiting them and and forging a friendship with them, I decided that hey, um, um, I need to. I need to. Um, um, teach more about aromatherapy. So that's how Nila uh, Institute of Aromatherapy started. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the first in Singapore to be accredited with IFPA. Okay. IFPA is actually International Federation of Professional Aromatherapists and they are in the UK. Okay. So we are the very first one in Singapore. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, we are also accredited with Naha. Naha is from the US. Mm-hmm. It's a National Aromatherapy of um, Holistic... No, National Association <laughs> of Holistic Aromatherapy and right. they are from the US. Right? Uh-huh. But there were already a few um, schools that were conducting for Naha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't claim credit to be the first one for them. <laughs> yeah, and then um, and and with my students, and I tell myself, okay, um, uh, for them to experience going down to the farm, um, seeing the distill distillation process is very important in their education. So that's why we organize. Uh, so last year we were at uh, Bulgaria mm-hmm. for the uh, rose harvest. I love the Bulgarian. Yes, it's beautiful. Good. It's really yeah, beautiful. So and this year we are supposed to go to uh, Bulgaria again for lavender. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll work out. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, yes, yeah. And then of course the yoga, yoga, yoga that you're asking me. Yeah. So, um, um, I, I love yoga myself. I've been doing yoga for together with my husband for many years. Oh, and okay. then um, um, I decided that, okay, maybe I'll do something very niche in Singapore, mm-hmm. Aroma Yoga. Aroma Yoga, yeah. Yes. So, um, uh, which is also the reason why I'm coming up with a um, certification course for uh, yoga. Just, mm-hmm. But I'm not going to teach the full certification course, uh, which will lead to be uh, the certification of being a professional aromatherapist. Right. So this yoga uh, certification course is to teach them about maybe we pick up like I, I cannot remember I think it's between 15 to 20 oils mm-hmm. essential oils and we teach them the properties and how to use the oils correctly mm-hmm. yeah I think safety is a big part of big part of us yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. how do you actually win hearts of customers because um, now there's like so many misconceptions mm. on the use mm. of the oil mm. and I know there's like a lot of like MLM or marketing yes, sure. kind of gimmick that mm-hmm. you know doesn't make this essential oil aromatherapy feel authentic yeah. or like as good as what it seems yeah. like Right. So um, um, it first all boils down to education and safety. Yeah. Um, I I know there are a lot of very unsafe usage, yep. right? A lot of unsafe usage out there. And um, when I first started, when I first started, I tell myself, um, um, like when I started buying, I started buying oils from the distributors, and then it was not good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided that I have to go down to the ground, talk to the farmer, make sure that I get, I know what I'm getting. And that's uh that's that's the p- 
purity, the quality of the oils, right? And then once I once I got the quality of the oils, and this, I tell myself I have to I have to educate the customers or create this awareness on safe usage of oils. Um, not all oils are, uh, are meant to be used by everybody, uh, by the by the very young children, babies, or by people with um, when they are on certain medication. All this we call uh, contraindication. It's natural, yes, but uh, let's say if we talk about wintergreen and oil, that's very good for pain relief. Extremely good for pain relief, and uh, who are the one that always get a lot of pain? The older elderly, folks, yeah. the elderly, yeah. and the elderly are always on. Most sometimes they do. They are they are the one on medication, mm-hmm. chronic chronic yeah. uh, issues. Um, Wintergreen is a product that actually will cause uh, blood thinning. Mm-hmm. So okay. if the if if the person is taking uh, blood thinner, mm-hmm. we would not recommend wintergreen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so for are, that, okay. yeah, there are there are there are issues, there are contraindications that you have to be you you have to be aware. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about another oil. Talk about bergamot, mm-hmm. beautiful oil, very happy oil, an oil that I see a lot of people using in their skincare product. Mm-hmm. Uh, why bergamot? We have to be careful because bergamot is what we call phototoxic. Yep. When you say phototoxic, it means when you apply it to your skin, if you go under the sun, it will burn you. Apply on your oh. skin, if you go into a hot yoga for one hour, one and a half hour, it's going to burn you. Right. Yes. So that is a percentage. Okay. It's a percentage to it. So for, for bergamot, it's 0.7%. Anything mm. above 0.7%, the risk of getting it phototoxic is very high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that case, how do you mm. educate your customers if they're buying through online? Like, mm. Because each of these has certain... Uh, yeah. like there, there is a lot of scenarios where yes. you have to avoid and there yes. is safety precautions. So, for me, uh-huh. for me, um, on our labels, let's say if it is um, um, bergamot itself, we'll put there 0.7% maximum thermal, use, uh, uh, thermal application. Um, so for our um, blended products, so-called, like those that I put into the skincare, those that I put into um, facial, uh, those that I put into as a roll-on, mm-hmm. I will not use those that are, uh, let's say, phototoxic. And if I do, uh, the percentage is within the safety limit. Okay, mm. so I mean, they would be aware of what, what are the yes. precautions they have to take yes. before buying. Yes, and then of course, all our staff, all our staff, I'm very proud to say that I'm one of the very few companies that all our staff are trained aromatherapists. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. So, is your daughter also trained aromatherapist? Sorry? Your daughter? My daughter, she actually, okay, so she went with me last year to Bulgaria. Uh-huh. And uh, the reason why she wants to go with me is that, I, Mommy, I want to see, um, um, you know, I want to see what you do. Okay. What, what is your work, right? Uh-huh. So she came with me and she fell in love with um, with the farm, with the dis- uh, uh, with the with the distillation plant and all. And she said that she wanted to study, but being a lawyer, last year she was absolutely so busy she couldn't do it. Right. So this year's certification, I hope she can she can be a certified. <laughs> yes, but, but even though she's not certified, she has she does have enough aromatherapy uh, knowledge. Yeah. Mm, let's go back to when you first started. What were the challenges did you face when starting out? Especially as a mother with three kids. Yeah, you oh. seem like really <laughs> busy. You are, you busy. are really a busy yeah. woman. So when I first started, okay, so um, um, okay, so I have three daughters, right? Yeah. So two of my daughters, uh, they studied overseas. Mm. Uh, and they live overseas now. They're working over there. Okay. So I actually, when I first started, I work 24-7. Oh, God. I, have no, I have no day off. You have to be. The only two days off that I have was at, um, because we have a shop and a shopping mall and they give you off day, you can only close your shop on um, 
first day and second day of Chinese New Year, right? So when in a year, so when my 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 staff is sick or when or then you know we have a we have a, a sales promoter in the shop. Mm-hmm. If she's sick, if she's um, on leave, I have to be there, right? right? So any everybody can be sick but me. Mm-hmm. So twenty four seven only two days uh, two days in a year. Um, that went on for quite a few years, and until one day, my daughter Jermaine, she said, "Mummy, you quit being a mother." <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that is, I decided that okay, uh, I mean maybe that is time okay that I should, I should spend at least one day in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband never really complained much. Yeah. <laughs> um. So before that, it was quite a change because before that, um, um. Um, I was able to like sometimes go traveling with him, uh, follow him on his in, on his business trip, and then, yeah. uh, that actually drastically cut down in the first few years of our of of Nila being started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in business wise, coming from, uh, did did you have any business background before uh, starting Nila, like any okay. entrepreneurship pursuits? Okay, so the only thing that I have was um, I had a diploma. No. Diploma certificate, I can't remember, mm-hmm. in uh, business uh, administration. That was a part time course that I did okay. uh, when he first got married. Um, he was very busy, he doesn't have any time with, for me, so mm-hmm. I went to take a course. So it was a night course I was working there, okay. right? So when the children came along, um, I quit and then I was a full time mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, funds wise, or in, you know, like some of the challenges you might have faced, mm-hmm. right? Like starting mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. how did you, I mean, especially the, let's go to your team first, right? How did you know? Like, how did you choose your team how members? Do you yeah. How, how do you hire? hire? Oh, I had quite before. I had this the three J's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think there was a stage where I have a um, uh, relative working with me, mm-hmm. and that was difficult, right? So it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then we have um someone that I really like, um, but she's more of a therapist. Um, she wanted to like. Um, um, crossover um, that didn't work out too well mm-hmm. and um, how it all started was um, we hired a consultant to do okay. a branding for us and she said Adeline you need a marketing manager and I said uh, Pauline let me earn enough money first before I can afford a marketing manager right. and she said Adeline is you, you, you have to get a marketing manager before you can <laughs> yeah. make the money. money yeah. yeah, and that's why we, we um, I got, um, um, so Janice was actually a customer. Mm-hmm. She was using our product. And then uh, we have been keeping in touch and that's how I got to Janice. I said, Janice, mm-hmm. would you like to help me? And that's how we all started. Right. Yes. So uh, how do I, how, what do I look in them? Um, first of all, they have to be, um, they have to like nature. Yeah. I once have a um, sales promoter who actually, um, okay, I have nothing against smoker, okay. but she was a smoker, so it doesn't really fit into my concept of a holistic lifestyle uh, brand, right? right. And um, of course, um, they have to, they have to like nature. They have to, they have to believe in nature. They must they, embody this. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, and they have to like. Um, they have to like um, essential oils, right? Mm-hmm. And they have to believe in my belief. They have to believe that um, uh, no, no chemical fragrance. So yeah, and and yeah, and that's how. And and of course, um, initiative have to. They have all have to work um, very much uh, on their own, mm-hmm. right? Because um, uh, I'm not a marketing person. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you are specialized in managing like this. stuff and developing. Passionate leader behind the brand. Yes, you're more about developing the products yes. rather than yes. managing. Yeah, so it's more like um and and I'm I'm happy I'm happy that uh, Janice is actually bringing the brand awareness quite a fair bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, talking about the team talk topic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that a lot of companies when it comes to team there might be a lot of disagreements, especially mm-hmm. as a founder, mm-hmm. you have a vision mm-hmm. and. It might not be always the scenario where your team might align with you or agree with you for and for not only vision yeah. but your generally your goals for the company a mm. vision one mm. of it is vision mm. the products that you want to develop mm-hmm. how you want to market it mm-hmm. uh, especially since you talk about marketing you're not mm. really specialized in marketing but you might want to do it this way mm. but the person that specializes in me might disagree mm-hmm. so how do you as a founder and as a like a creative director right how do you manage all these expectations and align everyone? Okay, so um, I I actually always tell Janice, mm-hmm. I say Janice, I create yourself. Right. Yeah, and I trust her. Mm-hmm. I trust her. Of course, um, of course, she always come with me and and I mean tell me, okay, Adeline, I'm doing this, doing this, doing this, and I say, okay, Janice, I trust you. Okay. You go ahead and do it. So 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 she manages the other two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, in that I actually delicate quite a lot of things to her yeah. so that's mm-hmm. your best way of like yes yes like avoiding any unnecessary time consuming like right, arguments right. but if if I see anything and that's very rare right mm-hmm. very rare if I see anything that uh, that needs any change and I think she's she's good she will she will she will respect uh, my views mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and, and she's okay, okay, I think we'll do it this way. And she'll, and she'll come up with an idea on how to get it done. Yep. So it's all about understanding, mm-hmm. trust, mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Like um, another thing that I want to like, talk more about is that now as a brand that you have already created a lot of products, you have your mm-hmm. own like workshops, uh, mm-hmm. yoga lessons, uh, traveling things, tours, right? I am coming up with a spa. <laughs> oh, tell us, tell us oh, more about yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it's not... It's not uh, um, confirm confirm. Okay. Um, maybe I would say about seventy percent mm-hmm. in the neighboring. I, I, I shall say where first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the neighboring country. Uh, this, um, and then this concept will be very much like um, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be developing the products, coming up with the menu, the treatment menus, and everything. Mm-hmm. And we would have aroma yoga. Right. We have sound healing, mm-hmm. um, and we have aroma meditation. Sounds good. Sounds healing. You know, really with, the, like the, with the singing bowl, crystal bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that gets very, very popular. And we are doing that. We are conducting that in our workshop. Mm-hmm. I mean, in our uh, Nila Wellness Studio. So now that you're expanding outside of Singapore to other mm-hmm. countries, mm-hmm. what struggles do you face in like setting up? Right. I, I, I'm pretty lucky. I'm pretty lucky actually in beginning when I first started I got to know um, this lady that she's actually very um, the only thing that she lack is uh, aromatherapy knowledge mm-hmm. so she's actually very good in spa setup pre-opening and all yeah so in, in that sense do you actually get someone who might be specialized in uh, aromatherapy and who has done business before to help you with setting up that spa in that country or actually, do you also travel there um, often to um, so Janice is going to help me Okay. Yeah. So Janice is also a trained um, yoga instructor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, when for her to put together program, it becomes very easy. Yeah. Right. 
right, yeah, right, right. yeah. So we have not put a person, an operation person yet, mm-hmm. right? So this is this is something that I'm working very very hard on now. Mm-hmm. But because of all this, um, the current situation with COVID nineteen, yeah. I, I don't know whether it will be put uh, back a little. Yeah. yeah, it might be delayed a little. Yes, right? it, it could be. It could it be. be. It could be. Um, yeah. I see that you are. I mean, doing really well in that business. I would like, and I'm. I would like to assume that. Uh, you're also navigating well against some of the other brands out there, some of the big brands that might be out there. So maybe share with us more about how do you like compete against other brands? Um, I think um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I, I don't really compete, compete, but um, um, a lot of my customers are through word of mouth. Yeah, so I have a lot of people recommending friends, relatives. Like recently, I, I did um, workshops on um, hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. The reason why I did it was also because I see a lot of recipe out there. And I tell myself, cannot make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what is yes. in there. Yeah. 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 So I, told, I spoke to Janice. I said, Janice, why don't you start doing that? And we have been getting very good reviews on our, our hand sanitizer workshop. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Actually, today's today's Friday, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I had one this morning, uh, which was cancelled because uh, too big, too big. It was uh, one hundred people, so mm-hmm. it was actually postponed. We are going to break it up into smaller groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just on Wednesday, I had did one for about forty one people. Okay. And um, we have been doing like continuously almost every week. I have about one or two. And all yeah. these workshops are free for everyone to attend? Or um, is no, a it's, a, it's a paid workshop. Okay. It's a paid workshop by, by organization, by corporates. Okay. And, um, um, okay, sorry. I lost my thread. No, what, no, was the, okay. what was your original question? So, how I differentiate how myself, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, we did hear previously about yeah. your unique selling points, but yeah. Yeah, there so are other things that I'm sure there is, so I would like to hear yeah, from you. I, I, know, I know what I want to say. Yeah. So this lady who actually um, organized the workshop for her different branches of her organization mm-hmm. start introducing other um, her friends who are in other corporates. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because she, she felt that our workshops were really well-structured, uh, a lot of information, a lot of uh, information to correct, a lot of misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's one... I mean, mm-hmm. it's... I see from what I'm hearing from you, it's a lot of education, meeting of people, education. and yes. Um, yes. a lot of like staying true to her belief yeah. of like educating the right, right information, being transparent, yes. and definitely yes. your passion to. And I think that's yeah. really very rare to see someone in like this kind of business. I mean, even though you, uh, I feel like founders, even though they might have like a certain belief of value. But when they start a company, like a lot of things come into play and then they will just divert away from yes. what they yes. initially seven started. years, seven years, okay. Uh I only it only happened once. Mm-hmm. Um where I and I'm not proud to say it at all. I I, I always tell my staff I sold my soul. Mm-hmm. So I actually had an offer to conduct, um not to conduct, but to do a bespoke uh, perfume. I wanted to go in with essential oils company does not want essential oil. He said, I want fragrance oil. And it was good money. Fragrance oil is a fraction of the price yep. of essential oil. So my profit will be higher, right? And I said, no, I have to insist on essential oil. And they said, no, we have to insist on fragrance oil. Mm-hmm. And I was hesitating whether I would do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took it. I'm not happy to say, I'm not proud to say I took it. But because why? Because I have to I have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. I have to pay rental, I have to pay salary, everybody get papers, uh, I have to pay I have to pay my supplier. Mm-hmm. 
everybody get paid first. I, I'm okay. I can do without the pay, right? And and I I I did that, and um, my staff was with me, mm-hmm. and at the end of it. So we have this a lot of vagrants oil that was left over. Everybody asked me whether can I take over? Do you want it back? I said no, I don't want it back again. <laughs> and and in the car, um, both of us, I look at her, and um, I said never again, never again. Mm-hmm. You know, I I could smell that 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 chemical fragrance on my hair right down to my entire body. Mm-hmm. I go home, you know, I really have a change, and I tell myself, no matter what it is, I will never do that again. Right. Yeah. So that was something that I'm really really not proud to say at all. And um, and that that's why I always have to stress to my to my staff that you know uh, even then when I'm not allowed legacy behind no chemical fragrance. Right, mm. but do you think that uh, like you said when others approach you to do like I would have made a lot more money. I mean I could have done a lot more things. I could have I could have lowered the cost of my products mm-hmm. if I've added in just a tiny bit of fragrance. Right, but you don't want to do that at all. That's, that's not what I started out with. Yeah. And, and it, it's an understanding that you might lose a lot if other companies yeah, or big brands come to you thing. Because ultimately for them, it's lowering the cost, yes. increasing the profit, yes. but it's not what you believe yes, I would, in. I would. So in that case, like, how do you think your business could grow further? Like expanding further? Because that's the point of every business, right? Yes. Uh, you, want, you want to build it and at the point you want to expand it. And I'm, in your very, case, I'm very happy to stay as an artisan friend. Right. Boutique artisan brand, doing what I love to do and presenting the best out there, and um, I I I know it's silly. When I first started, I always tell um, I always tell people um, my business is about passion first, mm-hmm. making money second. Someone recently told me I shouldn't say that. She said if I say that, then you know. Uh, the money won't come in, but that is me. You see, it's about it's it's not about it, when I go when I build a brand. It's not about making a lot of money. It's not always about scaling, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I scale too big, I will lose control. Right. So now, right now, every blend of oil, every blend, every single oil that you see out there. A lot of people ask me, what's the difference between Nila and other brand? I said the only difference is okay. I mean, there are a lot of difference, but one difference that nobody could replicate is. Uh, the oils are actually personally blended by me. Right. The touch of love. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The setting of the intention before yeah. I blend, making sure that I'm not ha- I'm not unhappy, you know, making sure that I, I do not have any quarrel, making sure that I'm not physically unwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes even looking at the like full moon is a good day to blend. <laughs> okay. New new moon, you know, I'll probably come up with a new new blend. Mm-hmm. So my seven chakra oils, um, I have got seven oils in every chakra okay. and it was it was actually blended on it was actually created on a um, new moon day okay and so tell us more about the chakras I'm not really energy sure energy <laughs> energy center yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. so we have to balance so we have like um, uh, the second okay so these are the seven main chakras it's actually very much to do with uh, energy mm-hmm. yeah so my best selling best absolute best selling is the heart chakra the uh, heart chakra heart from the chakra. heart, yes, yeah, okay. so opening of the heart, uh-huh. and a lot of people actually um, buy that to make into perfume. Oh, mm. how do they do? How do they do that? Uh, okay, so so I have a student last year. Um, she loved the heart chakra, so you know, I I told, I asked her to to blend it into a um, we use uh, perfumers alcohol. You will know how to make it. Uh, <laughs> we use perfumers alcohol, which is a, a I use a natural alcohol. 
and uh, you just add your essential oil. Okay. Uh-huh. And it will be lasting. Not not as lasting. It's not going to be as lasting as your as your as your chemical treatment. But it does have its benefits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, you just have to maybe apply it to a little bit more often, mm-hmm. two times, three times a day. Um. I have one int- like very like curious question that ask I me. have. You can ask me anything. <laughs> CBD oil. Okay. So CBD oil. What's your take on it? Like the benefits that you see, and in I mean, if there's any benefits that you believe in it, um, I want to hear from you. Um, I okay. So CBD oil. Um, um, they don't have the 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 is it the THC THC in there? Yeah. That's the one that the, the one that give you the high. high. Um, it is very very good for pain. Mm-hmm. Very good for pain relief. Very anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Um. Uh, but okay. Uh, we can we can we can do it here. Singapore. <laughs> we can bring it in. Don't ever risk it. Uh, gelable. I I believe. Yeah. yeah is 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 um. Uh, we have not okay. Our um government has not approved it yet for therapeutic use. Right. But if you want essential oils that are good for pain, if you want an oil that is good for pain, there are a lot of other oils. Uh, a lot of them. Okay. Things like your ginger, even your geranium. Geranium is very good for pain mm-hmm. and very anti-inflammatory. Your I'm, German I'm, chamomile. So you don't, you don't, you don't have to use one oil. You know there are a lot of other oils that you can use and uh, as good, as good, uh, as effective. As effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me personally, mm. I only know about the CBD oil, right? <laughs> the name-wise, okay, if you, if you talk to me about CBD oil, I know it. And it, in other countries, it's really, like, CBD oil itself yes. is a industry yes. and it's a growing industry. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like, due to regulations-wise in Singapore, it's mm. not possible. I believe there are a lot of um, therapeutic benefit from CBD oil as well. Um, Maybe one day, maybe one day. <laughs> Hopefully yes. our government comes to it. Yes. But I think I yes. I think like I read an article but mm-hmm. they're actually studying into like the benefits and um, what it technically could. speaking there's no THC, so technically yeah. speaking you you're not gonna, you're not gonna hide. No, yeah. not at all. I think that's what the government is being yeah. afraid of. Yeah. But cannabis, right? I mean okay, I, I, I don't know whether I should say the word but No, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. can actually say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway you are actually rushing sort of like creating this hand sanitizer, right? Yes. And I think it's a very good time in, in the midst of this mm-hmm. COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm very interested about the product development behind it. Okay. So, um, I have long wanted to do a hand sanitizer. So, yeah. just, so just came in time so, with this. Yeah. So, research has been done. You know, we um, I, I, I was looking at what would make a good base, right? So, if you want a proper, um, effective uh, hand sanitizer, um, alcohol. Of course, there are other there are other active ingredients. So I chose alcohol, mm-hmm. and with alcohol, there are many. There are two different types of alcohol: the natural alcohol and the IPA. And IPA. IPA. Isopropyl alcohol. Isopropyl alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, uh, alcohol is um, made from industrial acetone. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my husband is a petrochemical man. Yeah, so he, oh, okay. he, he, he would know more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so um, natural alcohol, uh, which is what we call the uh, ethanol. Uh, is actually distilled from or fermented from um, natural sources like beet, mm-hmm. corn, 
potato, to name a few. Okay. And um, research research has uh, shown that seventy percent is the most um, is the optimal percentage of alcohol uh, in 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 um, solution or in a hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, why not hundred percent? If you have hundred percent, you know the the um, to 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 explain it in a very layman term, right? So that uh, your listener can understand, um, there will be this layer of um, protein. That the the cell is going, that microbe is going to produce. So you can't actually penetrate into the cell and kill it. So at best, if you if you have a hundred percent, at best it will be uh, inactivating the the microbes, be it the bacteria, the fungus, the virus. Um, so at seventy percent, the collation of the uh, protein is a lot slower, mm-hmm. and your um, alcohol has the chance to actually penetrate into the cell and kill it. Right. Yeah. So that's. And how long did it take for you to develop this sanitizer specifically? Um, specifically, okay. So when 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 the when the virus break out, um, all alcohol, be it the IPA or the ethanol, were in very very short supply. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, we are lucky. We are lucky in that uh, we do not rely on only on one supplier. Supply. <laughs> if you rely on one supplier. You can't get anything. That's it. So we have quite a few supply, yeah. And and at one stage, I actually brought in some from um, Australia. Okay. Yes. Yes. So it took me a while. So this was uh, this was actually um 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 product that I was looking at for quite a while, mm-hmm. and of course adding in the essential oil um makes it a, a big of a difference. Right. Yeah. And talking about suppliers, right and. Mm. Uh, like you mentioned before, that you like to support local, I mean, farmers in general, farmers, right? Yes. Um, who are your farmers? Are they local farmers in Singapore? Or? No, there's, okay, essential, get, okay, essential yeah. oils, where essential no. oils, the nearest I have is in Indonesia. Uh, where essential oils are concerned, you can't, you, you do, I don't think there's any in Singapore. Yeah, mm. although I do hear in the grapevine that someone is going to, is going to do some planting of um, um, one of the ginger, uh, very popular ginger, uh, Okay, in I, I don't know what's the I don't know what's the the the, the, the term oh, in yeah. English, but in Chinese I think they call it the wen wen something jiang, which is supposed to be one of the more potent um, um ginger that mm-hmm. they are going to they are going to grow in a big amount here, yeah. and then I do hear that someone might want to distill it. I am not very sure, right. uh, but but uh, I get all my ginger from uh, China, uh, India. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. none of none of my essential oil is from is from is from China. Okay, right. from India. Okay. So most of your uh, local growing. Um, I have a lot of oils from India. Okay. Sandalwood. Uh, sandalwood. Yeah. yeah ginger. Mm-hmm. Sandalwood is peppermint. Sandalwood is a. Sandalwood is a huge demand in India, yeah. and yeah. there's yes. actually a lot of cases in India where people uh, smuggle uh, yes. sandalwood. Yes. And, it's, you, and I think, I this is totally out of context, but I just want to share. Uh, I think that like a few years ago, there was actually this like smuggling group or ring that yes. was huge, yes. and everyone was like hunting for the leader of this, yes. and then eventually and they, they managed. The to leader was was hunted up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes. I read yeah. about that. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's yes. crazy yes. over there. So um, it's and Indians especially they I mean not especially but they have a unique uh they are really attracted to herbs and spices and Ayurveda. Yeah, Ayurveda. I mean that's where it started. It started right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think I guess that's how like. This whole so, so actually talking about um, sandalwood, I actually have um, I actually visited their their distillation plant in Kanataka. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but back to sandalwood. Um, last year, one of my students, she's um, she's Italian. Okay. She told me that she has a friend in India, living in India, and in their backyard. I mean, in their garden, not the back. You know, they have actually a sandalwood tree. Oh. And in the middle of the night, yeah. someone came in and chop it. Up. But but now <laughs> I know I know that like sandalwood is like controlled by government. Yes, it's controlled precious, by government, precious, yeah. and they actually do um they actually do sustainable farming. Yeah, but it is kind of difficult because to get good quality essential oil, the tree has to be 25 years and above. Wow. Mm. But there are a lot, okay, so there are a lot of um, Australian cultivated Indian sandalwood. So, so sandalwood, Australian sandalwood and Indian sandalwood, they are different species. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Indian sandalwood are the more prized one right they are the, they are one they are the one with the, with more sandalwood mm-hmm. and yeah and uh, so many years i think about 17 18 years ago or maybe even i think 17 18 years ago they started a huge cultivation of indian sandalwood in in western australia oh mm. and i was told recently that they actually found a way to to um to cultivate the, the tree in such a way that they can harvest it before uh, maybe at 20 years or 17 years exact exact number of years i don't know but it's it's definitely less than the 25 years but even then it's still like a long period like maturity yes. period for that's why that's why that's <laughs> why that's why sandalwood essential oil is so expensive right mm. and may i ask how much do you usually charge for the for the sandalwood essential i mean the aroma oil if you look if you look in my website mm-hmm. um is um 220 per 10 ml. 200 per 10 ml? 10 ml. 10 ml? Yeah. 10 ml. And how long would it usually last? Like a person? It depends. Like, it depends. I have a I have a Chinese um, um this she's Buddhist okay. um customer where she actually, you know, she says she cannot get sandalwood joystick anymore. So she huh. will actually put a drop on the first and the fifteenth day of the lunar month. In her offering, uh, on her altar, yeah. Oh, so okay. so okay, one one bottle, one bottle. Okay, one, uh, one ml is about twenty to thirty drops, mm-hmm. depending on okay. how viscous the oil is. So ten ml is between two hundred to three hundred drops. Wow. Yeah. So nobody, nobody. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen anyone who just put a few drops of sandalwood and diffuse, right? Mm-hmm. So sandalwood has got very good skin healing property. Okay, one question personally for me. <laughs> if I'm have okay, so okay, it's not personally for me. It's more of like uh, for my mother, and I'm sure that a lot of sure. them have like similar problems. Mm-hmm. Like due to old age, there's a lot of like nerve problems that like elderly nerve people have nerve pain, especially okay. when you're walking, a lot of long distance uh, pressure, a lot of pressure on your heels. Like, what would you suggest for them I have, using your um, products? Okay, so I have an oil. Uh, I've I've a, a blend of oil which I call the blue oil. Uh, blue oil why because I actually use um, I use a uh, trauma oil trauma oil are infused oil I have St. John's wort which is actually um, um, just 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 last year I was at Provence it was so hot we actually went to pick St. John's wort and we actually infuse it in uh, olive oil okay. and then after in, the, the, the color of the flower is actually bright yellow oh. but after infusing it put it under the sun it turned red oh. to maroon color so uh, uh, that is actually very good for calming the nerves. Very St. John's what is perfect for nerve pain. Okay. Yeah, and then of course in that blend, in that trauma oil blend, we have uh, Anika, which is good for pain. We have uh, Calendula, which is actually good for uh, is is very calming oil. And with that, I actually added um, 
quite a few oil. One of them is the German chamomile. That's why the blue oil, because mm -hmm. it's blue in color. Actually, when I added in the blue together with the Saint John's wort, it turns a little bit turquoise. So one of my customers said the green oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is actually very good for pain, especially when you have pain behind the knees. Mm -hmm. For older yeah. folks, pain behind the knees, it works very well. And that oil, because I have Melissa in there, it's also a geranium, it's very good for cough. Okay. Very good for cough. Right. Good to take no, note I'll definitely take note <laughs> Get it for my mom. Yeah, because she's mm. been having a lot of like nerve problems lately. Yes, so yes. And it's, it's actually very good even even for, let's say, if you play a lot of computer, mm -hmm. we type a lot of computer, or play a lot of game. I don't yeah. know whether you are a gamer. <laughs> so you will have I pain. used to be. <laughs> so you, you always have a pain uh, on your, on your, on your uh, wrist. Yeah, yes. yeah. Very good for that. Right, right, right. I see like aromatherapy or like essential oils or this kind of thing as something more artistic than scientific. scientific. I mean, there is an there is always there's always yeah. an art and a science behind essential. Yeah. I always say there's art, there's art, there's science. But I love the art aspect of it. Yes, we yeah. do, we I mean, do. Yeah, yes, I mean, even yes. though I study science, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I love the art aspect of it. Right. Yeah, and and I love the story where you shared about how you know the couple came to oh, make yes. like yeah maybe yes. you can share one. I really okay. love it. so I have a couple who came in to make um, their own wedding paper set right okay. so um, um, then they choose their oils and everything and then they settle for like um, I can't remember maybe five or seven oils or it could be six just because I like odd numbers so uh, and then I told them to use exactly the same amount so they did exactly the same amount and uh, when we smelled the, the the oil that the husband made, it was it was very nice. Okay. It was it was very round. You can smell. You can you can you can actually, um, uh, um, you can actually feel that the oil is, is is really good. And when I actually smelled the um, the the one that the wife made, it was flat, right. completely flat. And and you would think that they actually both of them together they actually make uh, at the same time use the same quantity. You know the same number of drops. At most, is one has got a, one more or a, a big, a bigger drop or maybe one more drop. But um, uh, why would they stay be completely? Uh, you know, like um, uh, one is so off and the other one is so so rounded. I always like to say that it's very rounded, even though that it was quite raw. So when we make our blend, if you if you leave it for until the next day, you can actually smell that it was actually much better. Uh, but uh, when you first blend it, it's it's a bit raw, but it is you can still you can still smell the scent. Mm -hmm. And I asked the wife, and I said, uh, "Why do you come today?" And she said, "Well, um, he asked me to come, so I come oh. more." <laughs> so he didn't really believe in it. Whereas the husband is the one that really like essential oils, really like about aromatherapy. So he has a passion. He has the energy, and the, the, and what he creates will be will be very different in scent. Yeah. That's why that's why the the products that are created by me is so different from other people. <laughs> Because it has my energy in it, yeah? Definitely. Mm. Mm. I think it goes out to any projects that you're doing, the love that you're yes. yeah, yes. Especially if you put in, I mean, if you put all of your heart into something, yeah. It, yeah. it will definitely will blossom yes. into a beautiful art. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, I guess we are nearer to the end of our podcast. Um, would you like to share with our audience like any... Mm final thoughts or words that you want to share with them on like you want to, if you want to educate more about aromatherapy or 
you know, just give your final thoughts that you like to give to our on audience. It, on aromatherapy? And anything that you want okay. to talk about in general. So, um, um, I think maybe uh, we talk about, so this is about for entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, yeah. right? So maybe we talk about the entrepreneur part of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, be prepared to work very hard. Mm-hmm. Like really, 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 really hard. Definitely. Yeah. And you must, uh, I think being humble is something. Like even today, I'm still learning. Right. Yeah. And when I teach, every time I teach, I actually learn from my students. From a different perspective, you look at things from a different perspective, and I also um, like um, one of the things that I do day to day, every day, is always to catch up with what is the latest. So you must keep up to date with whatever subject that you are on. So for me, it's always about aromatherapy, and in new studies and in new research, and uh, the other thing is the passion. The passion has to be there. Yeah. If you don't have the passion, if you don't have the love of doing what you are doing, uh, it will fizzle. I mean, yeah. it will fizzle very fast. I think the passion is what that keeps you going through all yes, the struggles, definitely. all the hurdles that you have. Definitely. Even for me personally, when I'm trying to work on something, mm-hmm. if I do, I'll ask myself first if I really believe in it first, rather mm-hmm. than would it be you know of value to I mean in monetary value, right? Yes. If if I really believe in something, I feel that I've seen a change where if I really believe in something, even through any struggles that I face, I can definitely like overcome, overcome it. it. Yes. Yeah, but yes. if it's something of like oh wait, this is gonna like make me like some side income or. Basically, monetary values. I don't think halfway through, I will just. Yeah, like, so uh, halfway through, if it's not making the money, you'll just, yeah, okay, just, go on to another yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I think what you have shared is like really useful yes. for all our student uh, group uh, audience space because uh, many of them, uh, we hope, are, are, are honestly trying to dip their toes into entrepreneurship sure. or trying to. In general, I feel like the main reason we actually started this podcast was because to educate them. Sure. Uh, many of them are very confined into the school education system mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they don't know what is happening outside of it. Sure. And when they leave the school and start going to or finding for a job or going to a new job, they're just lost. Yes. It's a totally different scenario out yes. there. And especially if you're working for a startup or SME, it's right. different because most of the, uh, the founders are like yourself, have a lot of passion in that company and if you are not aligned with the founder, you are mm-hmm. not going to make it well. So, of course. thanks for sharing no. all you know, about more about your brand, about your tips, about um, entrepreneurship to our mm-hmm. audience, and we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. Where, where can like people find you online or? Okay, so we uh, our products is available online. www.nilasingaporesingaporeinfo.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, and then of course we are, we have a shop at Shaw Center. Okay. Uh, third floor Shaw Center Shaw Center is in Orchard not the Shaw Tower in Beechwood Shaw Center in Orchard uh, we are also some of our products are also available in um, uh, Mount Avenue uh, Pharmacy and we are going into a departmental store so uh, we are going into BHG so some of our products right now if you go I think in selected stores you'll be able to find our hand sanitizer and we are going slowly going to put our products in there right. yeah. mm. and guys we'll definitely have all the information about how to find you more about your sure. business under the, uh, the description sure. below yeah. and thanks for your time today thank you and thank then you. We, our, our yoga studio is at Haji Lane the happening, very happening series <laughs> yeah. okay. yeah. thank, yes, thank you thank you if you are hiring we should put it there too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We are. <laughs> we, we, we actually have a kiosk that is coming in um, Raffles City. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we we are looking for we are looking for uh, hardworking um, individual. <laughs> yes. Guys, if you believe in everything, if you have the passion sure. to do it, please yes. reach out. And and no 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 synthetic perfume when you're working. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. I mean, and no smoking. <laughs> yes. I met Adeline from my school school talk mm-hmm. and I found that like she's someone who's very willing to share and like very passionate in this area. So I mean if you're someone who's really looking to, you know, grow in the area of 
I don't know, entrepreneurship. I feel that if you are actually like hiring or, or looking for interns sure. or what, it's, sure, it's really can. a good opportunity. And I also think that it's not only a Barman Levy that you should reach out to. If F any doubts about studying business or anything sure. entrepreneurship I think you are a great person to approach I think definitely you can have an email or something if you would like sure. for them to reach out or sure. write in to get to um, know more about your journey and sure. advices because after hearing your story I feel like very oh. it's really really rare to meet someone like you and I really appreciate you taking um, yes. your time for us to share for our audience. Thank you. I really you. wanted to bring you on. Yeah. It's an interesting one for the, for the guys as well. No, but sure. the other two, they are not here. But yeah, sure. yeah, the other very refreshing two guys. Topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime, anytime that you, you want me to share anything on aromatherapy, yeah, basically this is my journey. There are a lot more uh, stories for me to tell if you yeah. if you, if you you want to have me back again. Yeah, yes. sure, definitely. <laughs> have you back. Sure. sure, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.